Jewish audio on Kabbalah.org. Good morning, welcome. We're about to begin studying the fourth portion of the Parsha Kisavo, Kitavo, chapter 27, verse 1 in Deuteronomy and Dvorim. As we know, the entire book of Dvorim was recited, was taught, was stated by Moshe Rabbeinu days before his passing. The entire book ran a span of 36 days. And as we get closer to the end, we get closer to the passing of Moshe. So now we read in verse 1, by Yitzhak Moshe Bezikne Yisrael, Es Ha'om Leimor and Moshe. And the elders of Israel commanded the people, saying, Shomer, guard, keep, observe, Es Kol HaMitzvah, the entire mitzvah, the entire commandment, loosely translated, all the commandments, Asher Eschem Hayyim, which I am commanding you today. Rashi 1, Shomer Eskol HaMitzvah. Interestingly enough, the word Shomer, says Rashi, is Loshon Hova. It is present tense, continuously, always observe the mitzvah. Always observe all the mitzvahs. Gardant in Old French, to guard. That a Jew is, is taught, a Jew is commanded to always observe all of Hashem's mitzvahs. Specifically, as a reminder, verse 2, V'hoya it shall come to pass, Bayom asher tavru es hayarden, on the day when you will cross the Jordan. Now just to get some chronology here, Moshe Rabbeinu began the teachings recorded in Devarim on the first day of Shvat in the 40th year. He finished on the day of his passing, the seventh day of Adar in the 40th year. 33 days later, on the 10th of Nisan, Yoshua took the Jewish people across the Jordan River so that this was coming down very quickly. It's not like years to come when you... This is weeks to come. So he says in verse 2, V'hoya it shall come to pass, Bayom on the day, Asher tabru es hayarden, that you will cross the Jordan, El ha'oretz, entering into the land, Asher Hashem elokecha neisinloch, which... Hashem, your God, gives to you. So you have the following commandment. You shall erect and establish for you great stones, massive stones. And you have to overlay them and cover them with plaster. So this is a commandment. The Jewish people, the day they crossed the Jordan... Rashi explains, culling from the oral law. Literally, set these stones up in the Jordan. So, the Jewish people had to establish these stones in the Jordan River. 
as a memorial that they crossed the river miraculously. That's step one. The Acharkach, following that, Teitzi Misham Acheres, you shall bring forth other stones from there. Vesivne Mehen, and from them you shall build Mizbeach, an altar, Behar Evel, on Mount Evel. We're about to learn about the blessings and the curses which the Jewish people are going to invoke once they cross the Jordan and enter into Israel. One of the first order of events is going to be they're going to journey to Mount Grisim and Mount Abel. And you take the stones out of the Jordan River and erect an altar on Mount Abel. Now, we also read later that they also erected stones and set up these stones at Gilgal, which is a third spot. So Rashi says, Shleisha mine avonim hoyu, that this thing with erecting stones and this whole story happened three different times. bayard, and first there were twelve stones set up in the Jordan River on the day that they crossed. Ukenegdon, and corresponding to that we find later, Bagilgo, that in Gilgo they set up the twelve stones. Ukenegdon, Bahar Abel, and they did the same on Mount Abel. As it says in the Gemara, in the Talmud, the tractate of Sota. In fact, as you look into the commentaries here on Rashi, they bring down from the oral law that the accepted opinion is as follows. That they established, they set up one set of stones in the Jordan. They took stones out of the river area and carried them north around the area of Shechem, of Nablus. That's where... Mount Grisim and Mount Abel, or that's where they set up the second set of stones. They then dismantled those stones, transferred those same stones to Gilgal, and set up permanent stones. That is the way it appears, according to many interpretations, on Rashi. Okay, verse 3. What do you do with these stones? V'chasavto alehem, you shall inscribe upon them. All of the words of this law be of Recha once you cross over the Jordan. So that you actually have the stone <coughs> covered with plaster, and on this plaster you inscribe the Torah. Laman, in order that, Asher Tovei, that you should merit to enter El Haaretz into the land and settle in. The land which God, your God, gives to you, Eretz, a land, Zavas, which flows, Cholov, with milk, Odvash, and honey, as God, the God of your forefathers, spoke to you. So you write the words of the Torah, which will help you remember always to guard and observe the teachings of the Torah. Verse 4. It shall come to pass. When you pass the Jordan, when you will cross the Jordan, you shall set up, you shall erect. These stones. Regarding which I am commanding you today, where should you set them up? On Mount Abel. And you shall cover them with a plaster. Uvanisa Shom is and there you shall build an altar 
Hashem Alekecha to Hashem your God. Mizbach Abonim, an altar of stones. And just like the stones of the Holy Temple, Leisonif Aleim Barzel, you shall not lift a metal tool upon them. You should not cut them with metal. Avonim shleim is tivnes mizbach Hashem alukecha. With whole stones you shall build the altar of Hashem your God. Vihalisa olav and you shall bring up upon it olos burnt offerings. Hashem alukecha to Hashem your God. Seven v'zavach tashlomim and you shall offer peace offerings. Vachal tashlom and you shall eat there. V'samachta you shall rejoice. Lifnei Hashem alukecha before Hashem your God. The Balaturim says, on verse 4, Tokimu, the word Tokimu, Tokimu es ha'avonim, is similar to the usage of the word Tokimu, which is used regarding the admonition against idol worship. Ufesel umatseva lo Tokimu, you should not erect idols of stone. Just as I commanded you not to erect stones for the wrong purposes, I am commanding you that you should erect stones for the correct purpose of, of inscribing the Torah upon it. Verse 8, And you shall write on these plaster-covered stones, all of the teachings, all of the words of this Torah, well explained. Rashi, Bayer, Hetev, bringing down from the oral law, what does it mean? Well explained. In the simplest sense, there may have been Jews who did not properly, thoroughly understand the Hebrew language. They may have had other languages. And therefore, Hashem commanded Moshe to make sure that the children of Israel, after they crossed the Jordan, would inscribe the Torah on these stones, Bishivim Loshon in 70 languages, so that the Torah should be interpreted for every single Jew according to his need. This is actually the root source of the teaching which has resulted into uh, amazing results today of translating Torah into many, many languages. Torah and all forms of Torah are available and this is a growing phenomenon more and more every day in multiple languages and <clears throat> various parts of Torah translated into another language and another language. And the Rebbe worked very hard to get many parts of Torah translated, especially the teachings of Hasidus. The book of Tanya is translated into so many languages. And this is part of the extension of this mitzvah to make sure that Torah and its explanation gets even to those who don't have the benefit of comprehending the Hebrew language. The, the Balaturim here says, HaTorah, Hazos, Bayer, Hetiv, those four words, Begematria have the numerical value of Gam, Beshivim, Lashenes, also in 70 languages. Now the Balaturim tells us that in this portion, you have every letter with the exception of the Samach. There's no Samach. What is the numerical value of Samach 60 to teach us that before they actually fulfilled this commandment, they journeyed 60 mil. Good morning. A mil is like a smaller version of a mile. They journeyed some 60 mil, meaning that from the point of the crossing of the Jordan up to where they established 
this, these stones covered them with plaster and inscribed this Torah, which was at Mount Abel, which is all the way going towards the Shem area, was a distance of 60 mil. They journeyed that quickly. They did it. Then they came back and set up these same stones, as I mentioned earlier, at Gilgal, according to the interpretations, uh, the common interpretations on Rashi. But that's the symbolism, says the Balaturim, of the fact that the Samach, which has the numerical value of 60, is missing here. If it's missing, it means this is the unique letter to teach us a lesson. Verse 9. So Moshe and the Kohanim, who are the Levites, spoke to all of Israel, saying, Pay attention and listen, O Israel. Today you are becoming a people. Today you're becoming a nation. To Hashem your God. Rashi haskes kitargume, as the Targum says. Hayem hazeh nihyesa le'om b'chol yem yiyu be'necha ki'ilu hayem bo'so imei babris. What does it mean, today you're becoming a nation? Today was a few days before Moshe's dying. The answer is that every day a Jew has to experience the revelation at Mount Sinai Every day a Jew has to feel that today he became connected to Hashem and today he became Hashem's people. Closing verse of today's portion. And you shall hearken, you shall listen. To the voice of Hashem your God. And you shall perform as mitzvahs of his commandments. Yes, chukov and his statutes. Asher which I am commanding you today, and this is the whole Mount Grizim and Mount Abel experience, and that is that the Jewish people undertake once again to observe all of the commandments with the blessings and so on as we will continue, Bezrat Hashem, in tomorrow's portion.